the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining in on the Sue Freeze Show today. Uh, it's so wonderful. It's wonderful. It's the beginning of the year, and there's so much we have to be thankful for. And do you have any friends around you or whatnot that are, I don't know, just causing that negative like vibe going through, talking about things, the woe is me, or, and then you have the other people that are going, wow, this is going to be the best year ever. What side of the, what side are you on? Are you on the woe is me and gloom and doom and oh my goodness, or are you on the side of opportunity awaits me? All I have to do is prepare myself and go for it. Well, you have a choice. You have a choice in that. So today I'm talking about shining your light. And uh, I have some blogs here. It's shine your light in the workplace. But something that I want every single listener to understand is even though I bring the perspective of workplace, I feel that sometimes, especially with men, I'm not going to pigeonhole anybody here, but especially with men, it's easier to touch their heart through their head. And what I mean by that is I, I noticed this firsthand, trying to uh, make headway in my personal relationship. And I found that my uh, partner, husband, would listen so much more intently when it had to do with business. He just would listen better. So I thought, wow, if I can come from a perspective of talking about lessons I learn in the workplace because I own a business and, you know, there's a lot going on and I learn a lot every day. School of hard knocks. And it, a lot of the times it's with people. It's just, it's, it's learning about people and how to, you know, how to deal with people to where you get a win-win, where you listen more than uh, desiring to be heard, that type of thing. And shining your light. You know, it's like, what do you want people to remember you? for and you know what does she or he stand for it's about those things so i come from the workplace lessons but i want you to understand that if i say workplace it could just as easy be easily be ministry it could easily be your family unit because all of these things apply do you not want to shine your light in your household do you not want to shine your light no matter where you go i do I so do. I want people to remember that when I walk in the room that, you know, they are happy, not wishing I would turn around and walk back out. And some of you, you're listening and, and, you know, you could be giggling, but then other people are going, gosh, maybe I should do an inventory. Maybe I should think about that. Maybe I should think about how I make others feel when I enter a room. Because truly, what is the goal every day? What is the goal? To love thy neighbor. Love thy God. Love thy neighbor. 
And how do we do that? So not to digress, but to to give you a little insight on, you know, I talk about me, I do, but I talk about the lessons I've learned along the way. And my thing is, is that I love to listen to other people's lessons, because if I can learn from somebody else instead of me having to go through it myself, that's so much easier for me, isn't it? And so I'm trying to share with you things that have meant something to me, because This show is about giving help to the helpless, hope to the hopeless, encouraging and inspiring. So it's really not about me. It's about you. But I'm just sharing with you from my heart and things that I'm learning along the way. So I hope you're ready to listen to today's show. And that was a big intro to the show. And if you're new to the Sue Freeze show, go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and check it out. There is a lot of free information there. There are things you can print out, such as the free I am's. It's who you are according to Christ. There's a lot of bad talk that goes on, and some of it is in within our own heads. We have these bad messages that we play over and over again. And we need to change those messages in order for us to be what God created us to be. The devil is real. Newsflash, the devil is real and he wants to steal, kill and destroy. And he doesn't come like a big fire and, and you know, you run because you just, you can see it a mile away. It's, it's like a slow fade. There's a song about that, slow fade. And he comes, you know, he finds a little weakness in your words, in your thought process. He can't read your thoughts. Did you know that? He can't read your thoughts, but he does hear what you what comes out of your mouth. So guard your mouth. Don't say things that you don't mean. I'm not reading this. This is just from my heart to yours, and it's out of, you know, over 50 years of learning this lesson. I just finished having, Ecola just finished having their annual meeting, and I talked about it last week about preparing for it. Well, now it's happened, okay? The goal was set in motion and all these moving parts and so many team players. They had to understand what their part in the whole picture was, and they came through with flying colors. The best meeting ever. And, you know, every year we come back to the table, which we did on Monday, and and we talked about what went right, what went wrong, and what can we improve upon for next year. That's really a good thing to do, isn't it? And when it's fresh in your mind, you don't wait six months or wait till the next one's coming around and then say, okay, now, can you remember what happened last year? I don't know. Do you remember what last? And so we just sit down, write things out, write, write, you know, like write right away because it's fresh in our minds and what could we have done better and there were there were some things but every year it's getting better and better which is the goal isn't it isn't the goal to get better every day my goal is that is yours god wants the best he wants our best and he's not through with us yet the good news he's not through with me yet and i know he's not through with you yet either we have not arrived we are not perfect And he's not asking for us to be. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) That to me is so wonderful that we don't have to be perfect. But he wants us to improve. He wants us to learn. You know, with knowledge comes power. It really does because we're empowered in knowing just that God, who God is, and who we are through him. So go to SueFreeze.com. Download the IMs three pages, read those daily, and it will change your life. It'll change your thinking, your belief system, which is 
what creates your response to whatever comes your way. There's so much more there. There's podcasts, eight years of podcasts. You can look up by subject matter, by guest. There are uh, videos. I'm riding a unicycle talking about the love languages. If you don't know what that is, go there and listen. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on a Harley and uh, talking about getting back up again because I almost died on my Harley. Well, I, off my Harley. A uh, semi-truck and I, you know, uh, came into combat. And guess what? The semi-truck almost won. Um, anyway, I had guardian angels over me that day. Thank you, God. So getting into the message, talking about the company meeting, it went well. We, we got a lot of education. There was bonding that went on. We have seven offices, so people, sometimes they don't even know who they're talking to on the phone, and then we come together, we put a face with a name and a voice, and it's nice. And then we talk about the goals for the following year, the goals for now. And I can tell you that 2017 is going to be an amazing, the most amazing year. I feel it, I believe it, and I know it's true. So you have a choice, don't you, on what you're going to believe, what you're going to think, and what you believe and what your choices are is going to affect the outcome of your life. You are in the driver's seat to make the choices that's going to either make it or break it for you. I'm not going to get into political things. That women march, I didn't understand the goal. I didn't know what the intention was. I think there was mixed messages. I think people were doing different things for different reasons. Um, I do believe that women are strong. I believe that they have every opportunity. I'm a woman. I'm a business owner. I have 85 employees and their families that depend on me to make right decisions. I get frustrated with some of the decisions that come from the White House uh, on how it affects the business, especially in California. I really do. And and to try to make it all work and keep the finances uh, you know, uh, up and running is difficult sometimes with some of the decisions that are made. But we're here. We're making it. We're looking for 20 more people. If you want to come join, please do. But only if you have a good attitude. Not a good attitude. A great attitude. We need the great attitude. Because I can train skill. I cannot train attitude. That's your decision. That's your choice. What kind of year are you going to have? State it. Believe it. And move in that direction. That's how easy it is, really. And I know not all of us are in the same place. You know, I have people that are contacting me on Facebook and instant message and messaging me and and telling me their situation. And, you know, it's sad. And some of this is within control and some of it is out of control. But it's the attitude. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA. But listen, San Diegans and Venturians, I know that you get upset that I say KKLA and LA and Orange County. You guys are so important to me. Just understand that. Every station that is playing the Sue Free Show, I am so forever grateful and thankful and humbled all at the same time. So thank you for joining in. Please contact me, would you, by going to the com site. Go there, connect with me, tell me how you feel, good, bad, and different. I'm listening. I want to improve, and you are the insiders. You're the ones that are listening. So, of course, I want to listen to what you have to say. I want to understand where you're coming from. I have resources. Maybe I can help. I don't know. I don't know if you don't tell me, if you don't talk to me. I don't know. God knows, but I don't. So please contact me if you would. So when I talk about this blog, I want you to understand that I'm talking about the workplace, but you can, like I said at the very beginning, you can replace it 
with family unit. You can replace it with ministry people in your ministry, friends, neighbors, whomever, okay? Remember your colleagues are listening when you speak. Now, just remember that anyone you talk to or talking around are listening to what you are saying. Watch your words. Gossip, cursing the client, bad-mouthing the boss do not possibly represent you in the workplace. Words say so much about you and your integrity. Ephesians 4.29 tells us to speak only words, only words, that will be uplifting to others. His truth is a reminder to think before we speak. And here's one of my favorite ones. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. That is such good advice, right from the Bible. Ephesians 4.29. Unwholesome talk. Okay, do an assessment of yourself. How many times have you cussed in the last week? The last day? How about the last hour? How many times? And who was in earshot? Madonna on national TV. What kind of representation is that for women? I just, I'm not getting political. I just, from a woman's point of view, she is not the kind of person that I would want, you know, representing me as a woman. She's not. Some might disagree. You have your rights. I have mine. I happen to be on the radio and I can say this, that I was very disappointed And I really, um, I don't think I'm going to listen to her music anymore. That's just a decision I'm making. Because what she represents is not what I want to listen to. That's my choice. So there. Attitude adjustment. Stress, debt, uncooperative coworkers, and lack of recognition are just a few workplace problems that can get you down. Right? They can get you down. How is your attitude? Do you grumble and complain? At the company meeting... I said, there is so much talk going on and and this person's going to go to this person. So I made sure at the company meeting that each person that represented a department and had responsibilities or was the go-to person to fix an issue, I made sure that that person stood up and everybody knew what that person was responsible for. So if they had a problem with that issue, they're going to go to that person. They're not going to go to that manager over there or that manager over there or their coworker around the drinking fountain. They're going to go directly to the person that can do something about it. Now, whether it's work, it's home, it's, you know, wherever it is in the home, wherever it is, go to the person that actually can do something about it. I hope you got that because that is such good advice. Philippians 4.13, be assured that God will get you through every situation and show joy to others, no matter your circumstance. Put your trust and your faith, your prayers into God. But with those around you, the joy of the Lord should be your strength. And does it mean to be an actress and put on a front? No, I think we need to be real people. There was so many times, talking about me for a second, where I had a terrible home life and I'd go to church, I'd look in the mirror and say, it's showtime, folks. And I wore this mask and everything was okay when I was dying inside. I was just so broken up and not knowing where to turn, what to do. 
I just felt like I, I didn't know what to do. God, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then he would say, be still and know that I am God. He wanted me to sit still. That's the most difficult thing in the world for Sue Freeze. Most difficult thing in the world for Sue Freeze. But that's what he wanted from me, to be still and know that he is God. So he didn't want me to do anything. What? You don't want me to do anything? Can anybody relate to what I'm saying right now? Sometimes we just need to breathe. Sometimes we need to take a step back. No action required. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not always. Was it you that needed to hear that? (laughs) I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I live on that verse so many times because sometimes I just feel like I have no power at all. So I have to keep saying it over and over again. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, even when I don't feel like I can do anything right. But he says, I can do all things. Servant's heart. What we do can be a louder witness than what we say. Look for ways to service your fellow anyone, not just coworkers, to make them feel needed and important. A card, a small appropriate gift, or just a kind word. Great job. Well done. I don't do that enough. I'm just saying. I don't do that enough. I'm always looking for the problem solution. And I need to focus on looking for that. That window. That, wow, way to go. Good job. My managers need to do the same. Matthew five thirteen sixteen. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You, my friend, you are the light of the world. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you are the light of the world? A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. That is so good. Does your light feel snuffed out? I've been there. I know what that feels like. Where you just feel like you have nothing more to give. Energy is zapped. Light is out. And you just feel like, why? And then we hang in there. Maybe just be quiet. Be still. Maybe say, God. I I just can't do this anymore. I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn. I have no idea how to just go another moment. I feel so down. And does it really matter to anyone? Who cares anyway? That was my voice. That was my words that I was saying to me at a very low time in my life. And I know that not everybody gets to that point, but a lot of people do. And some of you are there right now. You're there right now. Can I just tell you, hang in there. 
Keep praying. I know you've been praying. Just keep praying. Breathe deep. Do what you can do, whatever that is. Eat as, you know, eat the right foods. Drink the right drinks. Not sodas, not alcohol. Drink the right drinks. Lots of water. Eat the right foods. Get the energy. Take care of your temple. That's a start. You know, that's something you can do. Right? Get up, take a shower. Clean yourself off. Get all that icky stuff off you. I was just sick recently. And I so look forward after having a fever and everything, getting in that shower and rinsing all the sickness off. And I visually experience the sickness rushing off of me. And, and I'm just like, there it goes. Sickness gone. It's all off me now. And isn't that just sometimes what we have to think and do? We have to get this, whatever this is, off. And taking a shower sometimes is just what we need. A little soap, shampoo the hair, brush the teeth. Just, just that can be an amazing accomplishment for some. That's a victory all in itself. The Lord has you. He knows where you are. He knows your heart. He loves you. And his grace is sufficient. Here's another one the Holy Spirit just put on my heart. If you are feeling unworthy, if you are feeling like, why would God forgive me? Why would God want me? Why, you know, what difference does my life make? Did you know that the God in the Bible, he uses less than perfect people. He uses people that are less than perfect and he uses them for him, for his glory. And he wants to use you. And in your deepest, deepest time, I heard it put this way, is that um, film is developed better in the dark right? It's like when we go through these dark times, these painful times, is when we develop character, we develop more about who we are, who Christ is, and we understand just what we're made of because we will get through it. We will get through it. I got through it more than once. You'll get through it. Just understand that it's just for this time. It's a time. It's just for this time right now. Okay, do what you can moment by moment and you'll get through it. Talking about integrity and speech, there's plenty in the Bible to remind us that our speech has an intensity of power and purpose. For instance, James 3, 5 through 10, the Proverbs 31 woman had evidently overcome in this area. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Several significant areas come to mind when we're talking about the tongue, gossip, inappropriate talk, response to insults, and managing conflict. We're going to be going to a break right now, and during the break, there's commercials. But if you could, if you're not driving, if you could just close your eyes during this break and just ask the Lord to reveal what, you, what He wants to reveal to you during this break. Can you do that? Just ask him to reveal it to you. Wherever your heart is, whatever's going on in your mind, do that. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. 
Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. All right, it's David James. My friend, Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola, is here. And Sue, you were just telling me that allergies and termites have something in common? Dave, if you have a problem with termites in your home, but also suffer from allergies and chemical sensitivity, we offer an array of termite control services that will be able to solve your problem without putting your health at risk. Our Ecola heat process uses extreme heat instead of chemicals to kill and remove termites and any other pests that may be infesting your home. Yes, and you were telling me about the awesome electro gun treatments it sends electricity through the wood and you use it as part of your termite control services they're very effective so if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals know that we have an array of options for termite control don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home call ecola termite pest control services now 800-332-BUGS 800-332-BUGS or termitelady.com ecola powerful termite and pest control as gentle as a butterfly you're listening to the sue free show the pursuit of passion purpose and connection and here again is sue freeze thank you so much ecola termite and pest management services for sponsoring this show and if you'd like to sponsor this show just let me know go to suefreeze.com and connect with me and it doesn't matter if you just want to advertise in one area. I've got area from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles. You can advertise from one station or you can advertise all if you want to cover the whole area. That's all up to you. But, you know, it's a great opportunity if you're just trying to figure out if radio is good for you. And if it is, I'm really inexpensive compared to the norm. It's a good way to just get your feet wet. And then I can direct you from there. I mean, I've been doing this a long time. Advertising marketing, I love. I love it. It's such a challenge. It's such a game, and it's so much fun. And, you know, there's just criteria, and I'm happy to help anybody anytime because people have helped me along the way, and so it's paying it forward. And that's a good thing. Um, I'm very relational. I, I like relationships, and I think that if I could attribute my success if you could call it success, I think it's success. Um, to anything, I would say it's to the relationships. The relationships that I have that uh, have grown, I just think that's where it's at. It's it's not always getting the best deal. It's not always doing things the way the norm would do it. It's relational, and it's understanding the win-win in all negotiation. It's so important. So we're talking about being the light. And in the workplace, it's really important you know, to be the light, but it's, but no matter where you are, you know, if you're a team mom, if you're, you know, if you're the classroom mom for your kids in school, you could be the light for them and for other teachers and the principal for that matter. You could be the light in that situation. God has called you to be the light somewhere 
or everywhere. It's up to you. You decide. Just understand that you are that and that no matter what you do, no matter where you go, you're either going to be the light or you're going to be the dark. Which do you want to be? So check yourself. Check yourself often. Okay? Because we can get off track so easily. It's a shame, but it's true. So the goal is to be the light, right? And to, and to share his love. Not judge, but to love. Okay, so I'm, I'm working out of a book, and this book is really helping me uh, with the situations I have. And uh, we're talking about leadership, bold leadership, coaching for performance improvement. And, and you know, children, they need coaching. And they need direction. They need guidance. So I'm reading from this book, and it's talking about the workplace. But again, I'm bringing this up to you because if you're a mom, then you're not in a workplace, maybe, and your workplace is your home. So your children are the people that you would be using these types of talents and skills and and new knowledge with. So here's one for you. I looked for appropriate opportunities to recognize and comment on positive changes. That is so good and so underused at home even with your husband or your wife, right? Look for positive changes. If you see something that they're doing, point it out. If you want more of that, make a big deal out of it. It's not that hard. If you want coffee to be brought to you, make a big deal about somebody bringing you coffee or making coffee or whatever it is you want, make a big deal about it. Say, oh my gosh, that was so nice. Thank you so much. You are so sweet. What's wrong with that? That's not a big deal, is it? When a child cleans their room on their own. Wow. Wow, I can't believe you did that. Oh, my gosh, that's so great. Oh, my word. What's wrong with that? But we're so busy getting dinner ready, so busy having to do homework that we forget about looking for opportunities to say, way to go. Or when you see your child do something kind for another child. Isn't that what we want? So when you see it, acknowledge it. In the workplace, when you see somebody do something nice, acknowledge it. I'm not the best at this. I'm hearing myself say this, okay? I have not conquered this one. And it makes so much sense, doesn't it? it makes so much sense. So moving forward, it says, identify the behavior performance issue. This is so good, whether it's a child or whatever. It says, clearly identify the performance issue in behavioral terms. This can be a collaborative step. What behavior is the employee or child or whomever demonstrating that is problematic? Is the employee, child, late for work or team meetings? Are they late for dinner? I mean, you know, I'm just trying to show you that you can take something and put it in the perspective of where you are in your life and you can still learn from a lesson. So that's what I'm trying to to help you with. Are assignments turned in late? Is the employee demeaning to coworkers? Is your child demeaning to your other child? Is your child demeaning to other children? What do you do? I don't know. Let's see. Whatever the inappropriate behavior may be, be specific. Call it out, right? Avoid general comments such as bad attitude or labeling such as lazy. That's not good enough. Provide an opportunity to share his or her perspective about the behavior. Listen carefully to what they say. Ask open-ended questions to get the person to talk about the behavior and enhance your understanding of the person's perspective. This can also help clarify performance aspects for both of you. Here are some examples of questions you can ask 
the person, child, employee. Given the incident that occurred, how would you describe your behavior? Let the person describe their behavior. To what extent is this behavior acceptable in our home, in our organization, in our church? What would your reaction be to this behavior if it were somehow broadcast to others in the organization? How would you feel if others behave toward you in the same manner? How would you feel? This is so good because it's having the other person internalize how they would feel. Clarify the behavior impacts. Often, people do not understand how their behavior impacts others. That's kind of like being the light of the dark. They may understand part of the impact, but often miss the broader implications. Here are some examples of questions you can ask. Who does this behavior impact? What impact does this have on you? What impact does this behavior have on others? Just wait for them to listen, to to answer, right? What impact does this behavior have on your siblings, coworkers? What impact does this behavior have on me as your manager or your mom or your dad? What impact does this behavior have on our customers? Very good. Identify the appropriate behavior. So now you've gone through identifying the behavior, the impact of the behavior, and now you're going into what would the appropriate behavior be. The employee needs to clearly understand what is expected of them. Provide the employee with a copy, relevant policy. What behavior should the employee exhibit in order to meet an acceptable level of performance? This is so good. And in our company, we have a performance survey that people fill out when they ask me for an increase in pay. They are handed this performance survey. And they are to fill out how they feel from one to five, how they're doing in all categories that we are looking at as far as their performance. Attendance. How they deal with issues. You know, it goes on and on. There's like three pages. But we have them fill it out. Then we have their supervisor fill it out on how they experience you know, the impact this person has on their getting their job done, right? And then any other coworker that might be interacting with this person on a regular basis, we have them fill one out. Then the employee comes to my office and we discuss the findings of all of the surveys. And it's really funny to me when people give themselves all fives, you know, like they're perfect in all categories. Okay, I'm pretty good, but I would never give me fives. Because I believe there's always room for improvement, but that's just my brain. That's how my head works, is that I never arrive. I'm never going to arrive until I'm in heaven, and hopefully God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Hopefully he'll say that. That's what I'm striving for. What are you striving for? What is your goal? What is the end result for your life? Are you the light or are you the dark? Which, which side are you on? Are you happy? I find that people that are negative... They're really not very happy. They're not happy people. And I tend to avoid or not want to spend any time with them because I don't want them bringing me down. I just don't. I I enjoy being, I enjoy being light. I enjoy being happy and I enjoy looking for the good report. I, I want the good. I want to be around people that understand that this world we're in, this life we're living, we are so blessed and we have the freedoms of no other place. And we need to be thankful for those things. We just need to look around and say, wow, we are blessed. 
So questions. When you're uh, identifying appropriate behavior, here are some examples of questions you can ask. Which company policy or what rules do we have in our household address this type of behavior? What behavior is expected of you? In this situation, what behavior is expected of you? You're supposed to be home at a certain hour, right? I mean, I I think about the parenting things, and uh, I just, this just clarifies it so much. I mean, this could be a parenting book. Bold leadership. Aren't parents leaders? Aren't they? And do you want to be a bold parent? Do you want to be a bold leader? You know, something about my children, they're 34 and 31 right now, and I just love them with all my heart. They're just the best, and I just love them so much. But I know that they know out of their actions that any time there was any issue where they felt they needed support, they needed someone by them, they, they had me. They wanted me to fight the fight with them. They wanted me right by them to support them, protect them when needed. But I was, I, I was the one. They knew nobody better mess with my chicks. Nobody messes with my chicks, okay? But if my kids did wrong, they knew they did wrong. And my kids knew that there was consequences when they did wrong. Because we can't protect and guard our kids. If they do wrong, they need to know that it was wrong. They need to know that there is right behavior and wrong behavior. They need to understand it. And the consequences are theirs. My mom used to say that all the time. Susie, you have the choice. You reap the rewards for your decisions. You suffer the consequences for your decisions. That was healthy. I feel that was very healthy and uh, very true, isn't it? So develop a plan of action. That's next. And I just want to stop right now and just say thank you so much for joining in on the Sue Free Show. Uh, if you're new to the Sue Free Show, we've been around for eight years. You can go to iTunes, iHeart. You can go to my uh, podcast on Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com, to get other shows. A couple weeks ago, I was talking about snoring, and that seemed to be a very, very popular one. And I'm amazed at how many women. You know, the men were contacting me saying, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you had this. And I I just really needed my wife to hear what you had to say about this. And I was kind of talking to the men. And I don't know why, but I mean, it was a a surprise that it was a lot of women. Anyway, so develop a plan of action. The plan should result in establishing one or more smart goals. Smart goals. What are smart goals? Are you ready for the acronym? S is specific. M is measurable, A is achievable, R is realistic, and T is timed. Smart goals. I wrote that down. I'm like, star, star, star. I want to remember that. That's so good. So specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, timed. Those are smart goals. I loved that. Okay, so ask the employee to write down or ask your child to write down the goals and preferably sign and date the document. Writing down goals and signing the document increases the likelihood that the employee or the child will follow through. Here are some examples of questions you can ask. Ultimately, what is your goal? So I'm going to ask you, what is your goal? What is your goal for this week? What is your goal for this year? What is the goal for the end of your life? At your funeral, what do you want people to say about you? What are the accomplishments? What are the bucket list items that you want to accomplish? What are your goals? Remember them, would you? Because sometimes we get off. We get off track. And things can just get us derailed. We have to remember 
to run for the prize, right? What is our prize? What is the goal? I have to tell you, there's many times in my business where there's so many different things, different ways I could go, the fork in the road. What are we going to do? You know, what is the best for the company? What is the best for my employees? What is the best for my family? Those are the questions, right? To what extent are those steps realistic in your goals? What steps could you take to correct any behavior? What is the first step you will take? What is the next step after that one? How will you know you have made progress or been successful? That's an interesting, there's benchmarks along the way, right? I always say, people say, how do you reach your goals, Sue? How do you do that? And I shoot high. My goals are always higher than a lot of other people's. I just shoot high. And then I work backwards. I work backwards on how I'm going to accomplish that. And with anything we do, for instance, dancing, Okay, I want to take on a new dance, Argentine tango. So what, are, what do I have to do in order to get like that? That couple right there, I want to dance like that. Okay, in the business world, okay, I'm at this revenue. I want to get to that revenue. What is it I have to do monthly, weekly, daily in order to reach that goal? And that's what I do. I work backwards. Okay, I shoot high and then I chisel it away, have benchmarks along the way. For each one of my sales inspectors, they have goals. And I want them to increase from last year. Whatever they did last year is not good enough. They have to do better, right? Shouldn't we always be trying to do better? Yes, yes, we should. We should. Okay. Getting to know me a little bit. Anyway. Okay, commit to action. Okay, we can talk all day long, right? We can read. We can get so much knowledge that our head is bursting. We can. We can talk about it all we want. But I see people doing that all the time, and they're not doing very well. It's the person that takes a risk and takes that step and takes action on what they are talking about. In fact, I don't talk. I just do. I don't want to talk about it. I want to do it. Then if somebody wants to talk about it, I'll talk about it. But I don't talk about things. It's like, you know, people that get pregnant, they don't want to talk about it for three months because they're not sure if, you know, there's that iffy stage. So people don't talk about it until after the three months is up. It's kind of like that when you are going to birth something new. It's good to keep it under wraps for a little while. Make sure it's going to go, you know, before you talk about it. Because then you become just all talk. Full of hot air. You heard that before. Okay. You don't want to be that. So don't talk about it. Just do it. Do it. Like Nike. Do it. Just do it. This is a good time to clarify expectations and answer questions. Set a date time to meet again to check on progress. Okay. So we have to meet again so we can talk about it and make sure that we're all on the same you know, goal, go in the same direction. Here are some examples of questions. What can I do to help you be successful? That's a regular question for me. What can I do to help you? What is it you want to do? How do you want to get there? What can I do to help? How will you know if you are on track? Can I share some examples of what others have done in a similar situation? Rate on scale of one to 10, the degree of certainty you have that you will carry out the agreed upon actions. What prevents you from being a 10? What's holding you back? And then there has to be consequences. If we don't measure up, if we don't do these things that we are expected to do, we have, you know, all these things, we've gone through this whole process, contract for consequences, they need to be laid out. If this behavior continues, what are possible outcomes? If this behavior improves, what are possible outcomes? What outcome would you like to see 
To what extent can I count on you to turn this around? Take time to follow through. These are simple. And this is with your children too. How's it going? Are you making progress? How do you feel about the progress you're making? What obstacles have you encountered? What can I do to help? Where are we now? When I have projects and whatnot, um, we have a deadline on the project. And we will come back together every Monday and talk about where we are on the project. And, you know, are we going to get this done or not? I get very frustrated when that deadline date keeps being moved because I want it to be checked off. I'm a get-it-done person. So what's holding us back from getting it done? How can I help you get this done so we can get this off the list and put something else? Right? That's what we want to do. At least that's what I want to do. I'm going to read from Jesus Calling because I haven't read from it for a while, and, and I miss it. And I've had some people tell me recently, I went to a health uh, expo this last uh, weekend, and uh, it was so neat. It was very special. KKLA combined with, I think, KRLA, but they put on this expo in, in Pasadena, and it was right after my company meeting. I was exhausted, and the next day I had to get up at 6 and get to this expo. But it was so wonderful. I met so many wonderful people that were other exhibitors on this thing. There was so many um, healthy things to learn, and I love learning healthy things. And I had numerous people come up and talk to me. And I always say, you know, they say, oh, I love your commercial. I love your commercial. And I said, oh, thank you. Thank you. I said, do you ever listen to my show? And some people said, you have a show. And then other people said, oh, yeah. Uh, Three people came up and said, I listen every week. Ask me what you talked about last week. Ask me what you talked about last week. And then they said, oh, strategic thinking. I said, oh, my gosh, that's right. I said, what did you get out of that? And they told me. And I was like, you know, when you're talking on this mic, I can't see your face. I can't see who's listening. I know you're out there, but I can't see you. Sometimes I can feel the presence of some emotion or some hurt or pain or, or I get a visual, but I can't see you really. So when I have somebody face-to-face with me at the table, I'm, I'm there for E.C.O.L.A. and selling my book, Learning to Breathe, and they tell me, you know, about, I, I ask the question, what do you like about my show? What do you not like? How can I improve? And what do you want me to talk about? What subject matters? Because eight years, I'm still trying to come up with topics. It's not that easy. I always have new lessons I'm learning, so that helps. But it's not that easy. So uh, I had one woman come up, and, and she just said, oh, my goodness. She goes, sometimes I am so down, and I just turn you, turn you on, and it just brings me up, and you just pull me out of you know, this bad place. And then I had a family I had a family of, it was the mother and the daughter. The mother was there and her daughter was there. I said, how old are you? She said, 24. She's, she's uh, uh, just getting over college and she's back home because her parents need some help right now. And uh, they're living with their father who's ailing. And, and so they were talking about the show and how all three of them listen wherever they are. They're not always together, but the mother will say, she's on. And they'll tune me on until they'll tune the show on. And I'm like, really? All three of you? I said, wow, I've got the mother. I've got the 24-year-old daughter. And then I've got the dad. And they were talking about the snoring episode. And they were like nudging each other because the dad has a snoring problem. And so, you know, mom is going, yeah, yeah, you know, he heard it. He heard it. Thank you so much for talking about the snoring. And then the next breath, he's going, yeah, but she's got this thing with her legs where she kicks, you know, that I don't know what you call that, something syndrome. Uh, I don't know what you call it, fast leg or something. 
I don't know what it's called. Anyway, I feel bad that I don't know. But anyway, it's that leg syndrome where your leg just kicks. And so she says that sometimes she has to sleep on the couch. And he goes, well, yeah, but, you know, if you don't, I'm getting kicked to death with your your leg syndrome thing. And so it was kind of comical, but it was really eye-opening to me, the level of age groups and that I'm talking to women and men and the men that are contacting me and telling me uh, things that things that I'm talking about and how it's affecting or helping them. And the main thing is, is your relationship with the Lord. I'm not a theologian, but I am somebody that has gone through um, some trying times and the Lord has seen me through. And so I feel if I can let you know that the Lord can see you through too, that I'm doing something encouraging and inspiring for you. Look for people that are going to build you up, not tear you down. Could you do that? Be a blessing to someone each and every day and be a light. Would you do that? God bless you. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. Ecola, powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.